morning, everyone. You're listening to Mornings with Pastor Adam on the West Coast Bible Teacher Podcast. Hope you all had a good start to your week yesterday. I know that I certainly did. Yesterday around mid-morning, closer actually to noontime, I started thinking a little bit about certain things that I'm dealing with right now in my life. We're all dealing with things, certain stressors, right? I think that I talked about this last week, how we cannot constantly think on the negative things that are happening within our lives. Now, I'm not talking about the power of positive thinking or anything like that, because that's not biblical either. (laughs) Sometimes we indeed need to face the negatives in our lives, whatever it might be. Maybe it's a problem between family members, and you know that this problem is dividing your family and, uh, you know, Christian family members, perhaps, uh, are being divided, and uh, ultimately, if people on the outside of your family see this turmoil uh, that's occurring in your family, then uh, such can have a bad bearing on your Christian witness, if you're a Christian family. And so, you can't always just ignore certain negative situations in your life. Some situations do need our attention, and we got to deal with them hands-on. But other situations, we simply need to hand over to the Lord. There are some situations that you just can't handle. Again, using the example of family dynamics, you might have a family member, you know, they, they might be a fellow believer even, perhaps, but they don't talk to you anymore. You had a falling out with them a number of years ago, or maybe a couple of years ago even, or maybe even within the past few months, right? I don't know. (laughs) But you've done your part, and you've tried reaching out to them, and so forth. But they don't want to have anything to do with you. So in that situation, you know, there's nothing else that you can do, but just say, all right, I'm going to give them over to the Lord, pray for them regularly, And we'll see what happens. And then don't think on it. You see, that's an example of a negative circumstance that just shouldn't occupy your mind anymore. You've done everything to help the person. Paul said in Romans 12, 18, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Now, why did Paul say, as far as it depends on you? He's saying, do everything unto the Lord to be at peace with another person, but they may not want to conduct themselves in the same way. So you do your part at least. And then whether or not the other party wants to do their part, well, that's between them and God. Now, after you've done your part, well, then... Give that person over to the Lord, and don't worry about it anymore. You see, that's an example, then, of something to where, yes, it's a negative thing in your life, but it's something that you can't do anything about anymore in your own power. So leave it to the Lord for Him to take care of and deal with. And then don't worry about it. Don't ruminate over it, right? Don't idolize it within your mind, essentially. It's not worth fretting over anymore. There will always be negative circumstances in our lives, 
things that just aren't perfect are all together. And that's just how it is in every season of life. You're always going to you're always going to have negative circumstances present in every single season of life. You're never going to go through a season where everything is just fine and perfect. But what happens often is that we tend to focus on the negatives. We tend to monopolize our difficulties to the point where they influence our minds to where we begin to develop a morphed view of how things really are. All of a sudden, we're talking and acting as if things are just hopeless. Oh, my life is this. Oh, my life is that. I just, you know, oh, my life, you know, it's just, it's just awful, you know. Now, as believers, there is hope. If you're walking around with a pessimistic spirit and a cynical attitude about your life, then you are very much sounding like many non-believers who actually do have that type of outlook and attitude on life. Those who are in the world have absolutely no hope. So people in the world, indeed, tend to develop patterns of cynicism, pessimism, anger, depression, and all these things. But remember what the scriptures tell us, for we are to not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but rather we are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Our minds are to be renewed in God's truth. Those who meditate upon the Lord's truth are the ones who will maintain a proper perspective even when things in their life get challenging. Again, there are some situations that you do need to deal with hands-on. But then there are other negatives that occur in our lives that we simply need to give over to the Lord. And that's where the proper perspective comes in. Those who have meditated upon God's truth will be able to say to different challenges that come their way, different negative circumstances, you know, you'll be able to say, hey, I know that this is a difficult or depressing circumstance that is present in my life, but I also know that God's on the throne. I know that all things work together for good, for those who love him and for those who are called according to his purposes. And so I'm just going to trust that he will be with me and that he has a plan. I think it's appropriate that I was using earlier the um, the example of having conflict with a family member, since this is a time of the year where a lot of family drama can indeed occur. The holidays. The holidays are supposed to be a time where you're enjoying yourself and enjoying your family. But often it's the opposite now, isn't it? The holidays can bring up past hurts. They can bring back memories or resurrect family drama. Maybe you're listening to this right now, and you're dealing with some of that. You're feeling depressed, anxious about this Christmas time because of family issues that you know you're going to have to face or deal with. I'm going to have to see this family member on Christmas Eve, and I, uh, you know, that last Christmas Eve we got into a fight, you know, 
<laughs> at the dinner table because of this or that or that thing that happened a long time ago or this is uh it's just you know all these different family things perhaps this constant ruminating about these things has caused you to lose focus on the one who is the reason for the season you've developed a morphed perspective you start muttering under your breath things like, uh, I hate my life, you know. You ever mutter that to yourself? I hate my life. Now, I said that a lot in junior high. <laughs> you know, I went through that. I went through that depressed teen phase, I guess. <laughs> but people can say those things. I hate my life. I hate everything happening and everything going on. And then you can go as far as to say, oh, God isn't good to me. God doesn't love me. God doesn't care about anything happening in my life. You see, that's a distorted perspective. Satan wants to make sure that you have a distorted view of God. Because he doesn't want you to seek God. He doesn't want you to develop your relationship with God. And that is why we need to put on truth. Remember, the belt of truth is one of the pieces of the armor of God. Saturate yourself in God's truth regularly so that you can indeed shield your mind from developing a distorted perspective about your present circumstance. Especially if your mind is constantly ruminating on something that's not even an issue that you can do anything about. Again, a family member that you had a falling out with. Something that happened in the past to you, perhaps. You were abused. Your parent beat you, hurt you. These are things that happened. God allowed them to happen. And the best you can do is move on and focus on your relationship with God. But it's not fair that I went through that. You know, God hates me. Why did he allow this or that? Hey, God doesn't hate you. That's not true. Again, put on the belt of truth. Shield yourself from the lies of the enemy. In Psalm 73, Asaph was incredibly down and discouraged. He even admitted that he almost slept. He almost fell in his walk with the Lord. Because he became incredibly discouraged when he looked around and he saw the prosperity of the wicked. He observed that many wicked people, they have no struggles. Their bodies are healthy and strong. They are free from common human burdens, Asaph wrote. They are not plagued by human ills. Therefore, pride is their necklace. They clothe themselves with violence. From their callous hearts comes iniquity. Their evil imaginations have no limits. And so in seeing this, Asaph thought that he had lived a godly life all for nothing. And he was looking at things from a present, temporal, earthly perspective. He was not considering that of the eternal realm. He hadn't yet come into God's sanctuary. But when he did, that's when his perspective changed. For Asaph writes in verse 16, When I tried to understand all this, it troubled me deeply, until I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. 
You see, Asaph started reading his Bible, in essence. (laughs) He went into God's sanctuary. He started seeking communion and time with the Lord. He no doubt began to meditate upon God's law and his truths. And the truth was then reminded to him that one day the wicked will indeed be cut down and sent to an eternal judgment. And so Asaph concluded, after gaining this better perspective on life and his stressors, starting from verse 23, he wrote, Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterward you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire beside you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near to God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. There you go. Verses 23 through 28 here in Psalm 73, which I just read. It is an absolutely marvelous passage to read and pray on whenever you're finding yourself developing a distorted view on things and your life situation. Yesterday I told you around noontime I was thinking on things, I was fretting on things. I went outside, I went to a nice little private spot on my property. I knelt down before the Lord and I prayed. And I entered the Lord's gates with thanksgiving. I started giving thanks to the Lord, thanking Him for things, reminding myself as I gave thanks to the Lord that God has been good to me and there's a lot to be thankful for. And then that gave me confidence, newfound confidence at the time, that He would then help me with the present difficulties that I'm dealing with. The fact that God has indeed been there for me over and over in the past, and I was lifting, lifting up thanksgiving for that, that then reminded me further that he will help me in the future with things that I'm dealing with. And so learn to give certain things over to the Lord, especially things that you have no control over. He is in control of all things. And then don't fret on them. Don't worry to the point where your negative circumstance is taking up all of your mind and your thought process. Know that God is good, and He's going to pave a way for you. Maybe He's waiting for you to simply make that decision to trust Him in that way. Then, perhaps you'll see Him move in a way like you've never seen Him move before. So I'll leave you with that for this Tuesday morning, December 12th. This has been Mornings with Pastor Adam, everyone, on the West Coast Bible Teacher Podcast. If you like this podcast, then please share it with someone you think will be blessed by it. I would encourage you to write a positive review for me. Give me five stars, right, on whatever podcast directory you listen to this on. Also check out westcoastbibleteacher.com where you can access my blog, which I update regularly. And uh, you could also sign up for my email newsletter and all these things. So God bless all of you, and I will talk to you all tomorrow morning. Thank you.